Bill, how are you doing today? Okay, Glenn. Congratulations on the win. Lou, how are we doing? Good. A little cooler down here than it uh, up here than it was in uh, Miami. So yeah. Brady said today it was the, the hottest he's ever uh, played on the, in the field. So you tell me, how does that play when you are coaching a team? And do you change anything? Does anything alter with the heat? Uh, no, I don't think not too much. We uh, tried to uh, play our full roster as much as we could. Uh, Certainly, we got a lot of play time from our defensive players offensively. Uh, other than the offensive line, I think our skilled players all, um, you know, got quite a few snaps. So, uh, but no, you still got to go out there and play. Did that makeshift canopy work at all? You guys had on the sideline? <laughs> it's definitely, uh, it's definitely a little bit cooler. Yeah. Yeah, I was like just watching that game. It just, you know, a lot has been made about you know how tough it is to to win down there and just the environment. Um, and you could kind of see, um, even though the score was 13 to nothing, it seemed like they were still hanging around. They still felt like they could, they could, they were going to compete. And then you guys pulled away from them because uh, the injuries to the offensive line. Um, how much of a concern is that with Cannon being out and then Isaiah Wynn going in and then you had Newhouse and you had um, uh, Corey Cunningham. Yeah, Corey Cunningham and Newhouse. Both of them had issues, uh, penalties, little hits, but. How challenging was that for you guys in real game time to kind of manipulate that and f- put those guys in the right position? Yeah, I think uh, uh, Dante and Josh, um, you know, did a great job of that. Uh, I think between them, they practiced 11 times total uh, combined. So, um, you know, we were hopeful for Cannon. Um, you know, Marcus wasn't quite ready, and then Isaiah went out. So. Um, you know, we ended up, those guys ended up playing a lot more than any of us thought um, or hope that they would. You never hope for injuries. So, um, but they, uh, you know, Marshall held up, um, at, you know, left tackle for Isaiah or uh, at right tackle or left tackle rather uh, when Isaiah went out and then, you know, Corey came in at right tackle. And, um, you know, I thought those guys competed hard and, you know, it wasn't perfect. And, uh, but at the same time, they we were able to still, you know, run our offense, and I thought, you know, overall we were able to play well in the second half in the conditions that you mentioned, Glenn. So, you know, I'm proud of our team for that. Coach, given how little time Antonio Brown was with your team last week, were you even surprised or, or I don't know, as far as how much you were able to use him given how, what, two or three days he had practiced with you guys? Uh, yeah, practiced three days, and, you know, uh, he was here Monday and Tuesday uh, earlier in the week, so. Uh, I think it was kind of went about maybe the way we thought it would. Uh, there's no set formula, but uh, you know he got to play some, and so we'll build on that and you know see where we're at. Yeah, you'd say the different type of offenses he'd come from, right? So this would mm-hmm. this would be a challenge. So just I guess maybe there's the yeah. level of receiver, smart football player that he is was able to catch on with some of it. Yeah, well, okay, we didn't use him for everything. We used him uh, for things that uh, he had had some reps on and that he felt comfortable with, and so forth, and so. A couple of those played out early, um, but not not necessarily by design. It just worked out that way. But, yeah, it's good to have them out there, and we'll see where it goes from here. Yeah, the media down here, and they obviously are asking you questions about his, uh, his off-the-field issues. This obviously looks like there's going to be stuff daily. There were more stories about it today. Do you just wait for the leak? What do you do? Yeah, uh, we're just we're working on the Jets now, so I've already addressed that. I'm, I'm not getting into any of that. But you sit back and you just let the league. You just continue doing, just staying away from it. We're not involved with it. Yep. You know, Coach, one of the things, um, it looks like you guys, I know it's two weeks, but it looks like you guys have a pretty good team. 
um, and everything is working so far. And it reminded me of something uh, Nick Saban said, your buddy Nick Saban said, <laughs> when people, when the media was just recognizing and, you know, just, you know, fawning all over his teams, and he called it rat poison, you know, how, because he didn't want the team to kind of get caught up on how much everybody loved them and how good they were. You know, knowing that uh, that could happen with this team, what do you do to kind of offset that, all the praise and all the accolades that all these guys are getting so early in the season? Well, I think our team is uh, hopefully uh, mature and, and um, you know, honest enough to, to see what it really is. So there's some things we did well, and that's good, and there's some other things that we didn't do well, and there's some other things that uh, are close, and if we improve on, we'll be better. So that's... Um, we just try to be honest with them, and it is what it is. Um, like I said, there's some things we did well. Some things are just okay, and other things are just flat out not going to be good enough, and we need to get those corrected. Um, I think they recognize that. Yeah, and they're it's receptive to that, too. Yeah. No, I mean, all you should do is watch the game. Yeah. It's, mm-hmm. it's not really that big of a mystery. I, mean, I think it was the 07 season. I think you brought out uh, Humble Pie T-shirts. Like, the, kid, the team like you know, <laughs> needs some Humble Pie because of the same situation. Yeah, no, that wasn't me. No, it wasn't? No. Somebody else supplied. Well, somebody on the team. <laughs> somebody yeah. invaded the oh, Somebody, room. somebody, yeah, some, which I thought was a great idea, too. Yeah, you, you get a big win like that, and, and Sony Michelle's running the ball well, and then he fumbles. So is it one of those we got to win, lessons learned type of thing uh, for you? Oh, for him, well, I, I think we say. all, I think, look, all of us that participated in the game as players and coaches, I mean, we all made mistakes. Mm-hmm. Um, we all made, did things that we want to correct and need to do better. Uh, I think every player feels that way. I can't imagine one that didn't. Um, but, you know, we're happy with the win. It's good to get down there and get a division win, no question about that. But there's still a lot of room for improvement from all of us. So we'll just keep taking it day by day and try to try to get better every time we get an opportunity. Team was still playing hard toward the end of the game, and I noticed in your post-game press conference you were asked about that, why certain people were in or whatever, and you talked about the 60-minute effort. Uh, does that have anything to do with what happened in Miami uh, a year ago? Was that like this was a, a teaching tool right here? We've got to play 60. Look what happened last year. We played – 59 and we lost 59 plus yeah well we that was a big theme all week yeah we felt like we had a chance to win the game last year and couldn't couldn't finish the last seven seconds of the game so playing 60 minutes is playing 60 minutes no matter what the score i mean you know you're yeah, it's, it's the closest 37 nothing you know yeah. no yeah well uh, look we we didn't want them to score at the end they were trying to score at the end um you know that's it's just competitive football out there some pride in the defense, probably too. Right at the end, they want the shot. Sure, of course. Yeah, yeah we're we're playing hard. They're playing hard. I mean, I don't think you really worry about the score at that point. You just, you're out there competing. Um, is Jamie Collins? Well, how much? How different is Jamie Collins? I guess 2.0 than he was the first time around. As far as just is he a is he a overall better player? Did when you guys when he came back from Cleveland. Was did you notice anything that he had uh, any skills that he had acquired before he left? I think he was a pretty good player. He's been a pretty good player since he's come into the league. Um, so, he, well, I, he, I agree with you. I thought he was good when he was here too. But he leaves and he comes back. Did he come back with a greater understanding of the defense? Was he more aware of certain situations? Was he quicker recognizing plays? Well, of course, I think the the extra experience is is always a good thing, um, but. As I said, he was a good player before, and he's done a good job for us in a lot of different roles. He's played on the line, off the line, um, rushed the passer, covered, played the run in both spots. So he's done a you know he's done a good job for us. He's a very versatile player. He's smart. 
He's a very instinctive player. He's just always around the ball. And uh, you know, he's, he's made plays for all, all through training camp and in the preseason, first regular, two regular season games. So uh, we'll see how it goes, but he's, he's certainly been um, a, a, a good addition to our defense. Well, Stephen Gostowski's been outstanding for you throughout his career, and it just seems like something's in Miami, you know, because the numbers, who Starling seen more, a lot of his misses down in Miami. Can that just be a mental thing, just superstitious or whatever? He steps down there and it's just like he doesn't feel confident. Uh, well, Steve hit a lot of good balls yesterday. Um, he kicked off well, and he had he had some some really good hits, uh, placement kicks. Um, but again, it's an entire operation, so we have to be we have to be good with everything: the snap, the hold, the kick, and of course, the kicker is the most important part of that operation. But everything's important, so we'll just work hard as a team to protect and and kick. And you know, I, I know nobody worked harder at it than Steve, and um, you know, I'm sure he'll he'll work hard to um, do the best that he can, and you know, everybody else needs to do the same. Jay, Joe, and our protection unit. So and you have no concerns there. with him. With Steve, look, every week's a concern. I mean, it's the National Football League. Every every week, we all have to go out there and perform. So that's what we get paid for. That's that's a challenge. We're playing against another good team with good players and good coaches. So every week's a challenge. You had a couple third and longs yesterday. I think third and seventeen, third and twelve, or whatever. I remember talking last year, and that yeah. was an issue. Was not an issue. Mm-hmm. You came up with big plays on on uh, both both of those. W- what was the difference? Yeah, we just hit him. We got the ball outside both times. Phil Barrett ran a great route and uh, got got outside of a outside technique corner. And then um, on the second one, uh, the the Dolphins were in a kind of a three man rush, four under four deep coverage, and and uh, Tom hit Josh on the sideline. Uh, it's a good throw, uh, but it just uh, you know you don't want to be in those situations. And and we picked him up yesterday, but you know that's that's not a good way to live. Third and fourteen, third and seventeen. Uh, so you're, you're happy you get them. Uh, you don't want too many more of them. You know, um, rub routes, pick plays. Um, you guys got uh, flagged for them yesterday. Challenge. Uh, and, and it seems like a lot of lot of teams are going having these issues with it, the way the refs are calling it. I'm just curious, how do you? What's the general rule for a receiver? Is it if I, you know, secure my position? Do I still have to get out of the way if I get to a spot before the defensive back or whoever is covering? Are they allowed to run through me and almost flop into a penalty? I'm just trying to figure out how you read that and how do you teach them to, to actually run that play? Like, what's the coaching point for that? Yeah, well, there are two different plays that came up. Um, but, I mean, the bottom line is if, if the defender's within a yard of the line of scrimmage, there is no pass interference. You can, you can block them. You can, you know, do whatever you want, really. Um, you can get in the way. Beyond that, uh, you're not allowed to, um, you know, run into him. And so it's, you know, an official can't judge intent. Like, was he trying to? Was he not trying to? Um, and so if it happens, then then the official has to assume that if it's, if it's more than two yard, more than a yard downfield, then then it's a foul. Is that one of the more frustrating calls, I guess, when it comes to, you know, penalties in the league? Well, I mean, look, there was a couple, you know, tough calls out there yesterday. Um, you know, the call on Slater not coming back in bounds. The call on McCourty, um, you know, but that's football. Um, so there are going to be some tough calls, and some of them you're going to get, some of them you're not going to get. And you know, we could probably sit here and watch them, and I don't know if we would all agree one way or the other. So officials have to do the best they can, and 
in that situation, and I think they do. Um, yeah. Some of them we get, some of them we don't get, but that's there's nothing we can do about that. It's not really a matter. It doesn't matter how we see it, it's how they see it, and we have to learn how to play so that we can not commit infractions. So the first couple of weeks across the league, like, like the challenging of PIs, it seems like it's got to be egregious in order for them to kind of go back on it. Is that still like a learning curve as far as – yeah, it might have been pass interference, but they're not calling it like this. You're still trying to figure out how they're using that? Uh, I think we're just trying to go by what, what we think the rule is, and I think that's what they're doing too. So obviously there's going to be some gray on, on a lot of these plays, but uh, if we challenge it, it's because we we think that there's a reason to, and if we don't, then it's because we think that they, they officiated it correctly. Do you have a different criteria, though, in your mind? when you're going to challenge it because you almost get the feeling early on as Lou was saying that they don't want to have another catastrophe like they had last year in the NFC championship game on the other hand it really has got to be egregious before they're overturning these calls and yet yesterday it seemed like they were calling them a little looser I mean in your mind do you have you figured out where they're going with this do you have an idea of where and how you are going to sit and challenge yeah no again we're we're going to look at it. If we think it's a foul, then we'll challenge it. If we don't think it's a foul, then we won't challenge it. I mean, depending on which side of that play we're on. Um, you know, the other factor that always comes into play is how important is the play. You know, we don't have an unlimited number of challenges. So, you know, to challenge a play that's a you know five-yard gain, um, is it, isn't it? I don't know. Is it worth it if you win it? Is it worth giving up a challenge? I mean, it wouldn't be if there was a critical play later in the game that you wish you had that challenge for. So uh, that's another part of the decision. There have been plays that um, we thought, well, we should challenge this play, but in the end, do you really want to use your challenge on that play? Even if you're right, do you really want to use your challenge on that play? Um, is, it that, is it that critical of a call? So uh, I think those, the, you know, that's part of it too. So when you say, well, would you challenge it? Wouldn't you challenge it? Look, it's a 50-yard pass, and it's a game-changing play, and, well, Maybe even if you don't think you're going to get it, maybe it's still worth a challenge, even if it's 25-75, because of the, the significance of the play. So risk-reward plays into it, then? Uh, sure. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, if you win a char- challenge on a five-yard play, I mean, okay, what, is that really worth it? I don't know. Depends on the situation of the game and all that. But, you know, first quarter, game's just getting started. You know, I, I'm not sure that you want to use a challenge on that. Yeah. Put yourself in a you know, situation where you, you have one less. So the Jets, they play tonight. You guys play them on Sunday. I'm just curious, as a coach, do you, do, you, do you get anything out of the, the TV telecast? Do you just sit there and say, eh, I'll just watch film, you know, later on or first thing in the morning? Yeah, well, I think you can get some things out of it. You, you don't really see the whole game, but yeah. that's, um, well, there, there are certain things that come out of it. There's some things with the Jets that will be interesting to see. Um, you know, they've made some, they've had some changes this week, so. I think we'll be able to see on TV what what those are, but yeah, we'll have the film by tomorrow morning. We'll be able to look at it then. So I don't think it's so you can relax that tonight. big of a deal. <laughs> yeah, it's, well, it's, I think we all have plenty to do. Even without that game, there's a lot to get ready for with the Jets and certainly Miami. Uh, when Adam was there and his history against us from the Dolphins, where you know we had you know pretty pretty good amount of success against us down there. Um, you know, we certainly have to be cognizant of some of the things that were problems before Adam does a good job of creating problems so um, knowing what what he's done to us is that's part of this game too 
All right. Well, here we go again. It's the drive of the week. What about the defense? What about the defense? They didn't score touchdowns yesterday. Come on. Listen, wait, it's not your question. Okay, you know, he sorry, always wants right. to jump in on this. Ask the question, Ask the question. Let me sell some soap. All right. All right. Floor's yours, coach. What do you think? Uh, sure. I'll take uh, Gilmore's interception for a touchdown. Yeah. Drive of the week. One play. Defense. See, yeah. I would think that uh, like that first one was pretty. That was it, a good drive. You know, just because drive. it's. I know how important that is. It's yeah. so hot. I mean, it's you don't know what to expect. You always want to play from ahead, and that, that was a good drive too. Absolutely. Yeah, how about um, – I the think any time you score on defense for, or in the kicking game, those are bonus points. You don't really go into the game thinking, all right, we're going to score, you know, 14 points on defense or 13 points, whatever it is, on defense or special teams. You know, you, you're trying to make plays on defense, but it's hard to count on those points. So, when you get those, I think those really kind of fall into the bonus category. So, I'll take them. Yeah, and Gilmore, mm-hmm. his first uh, interception for a touchdown. Well – uh, you know, Steph gets his hands on, on balls in practice, and he had a really good week of practice this week. So, um, as you know, a lot of times those practice practice execution becomes yeah. game reality. You've ever heard that before? I have a couple times. <laughs> Can you go talk to my, my son's high school for me real quick and explain that to him? Well, let's put it this way. They, they did have awareness in this game yesterday yeah. when balls were tipping off of receivers' hands. They were in the right place, right, at the right time. Yeah, again, yeah. some of it's making plays, some of it's taking opportun- taking yeah. advantage of opportunities, and uh, that's you know, that's part of it too is being able to capitalize. We had a couple other balls we had our hands on, and you know would like to have come up with, but we'll keep working on those, and maybe we'll get them next time. Conversation with the coach brought to you by Putnam Investments. Putnam Investments and the New England Patriots, proud partners, committed to an active game plan on and off the field. Two and zero. On to the Jets here at Gillette next week. We'll see you next Monday. All right, sounds good. Thanks, Lynn, Christian. All right, good good luck.